It's about kind of creating that impact with the work that you're doing, right? There's a lot of work being an entrepreneur, being a CEO, building businesses. It's like, let's make sure that work is not just going to put money in our bank accounts, because at the end of the day, that doesn't necessarily serve the greater purpose. What is that money doing? What is the purpose doing? So put some meaning behind the work that you do. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kristen Hiscock of Cardia. Kristen, it's great to have you on the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, I'm super excited to have you on and you're doing so many awesome things. So before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Kristen so you can hear about a little bit of uh, the awesome things that he's doing. And Kristen is in uh, is on a personal mission to change the conversation in the business world, moving away from the pursuit of success to focusing on fulfillment instead. Because if you're fulfilled, success is a given, but not so much the other way around. You'll often hear him saying, you mean more than you know, because he believes that as people learn to understand their worth, their fears fade and amazing feats become reality. He considers this the foundation for all his achievements and as a co-founder and CEO of Cardia, and a leader of 16 thriving companies. Through cardio, which means heart in Greek, Kristen is determined to bring more heart into the business world. Kristen, great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am so excited. That's so good. Thank you for the bio. Yeah, well, thank you for doing all the hard work. Reading the bio is a little bit easier. Uh, so um, what I wanted to do to kind of kick everything off was rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Wonderful. Well, for myself, I kind of was always been kind of excited and enthralled really with the entrepreneurial world. I was, I went into an event when I was about 13 years old that my mom was at and they're talking about business and the opportunity to grow. And it just, my, my eyes just lit up, like, just like, wow, it's possible to like build things and grow and achieve uh, these levels of success at that time is what I would be talking about. And so I just kind of put me down this mission of like, just really learning and understanding how business runs and operates. And so um, I've kind of focused on just learning about business in general over the last years. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And obviously you've been, you know, involved in, in leading and in, in charging ahead with so many, you know, thriving businesses. I imagine that there's so many probably lessons and tools that you learned along the way that probably have helped you, um, I guess, uh, build a better mousetrap in terms of how you're looking at business. Totally. So when I first got started in business, when I was, I was primarily doing like just odds and end businesses. I had like a little vending machine, uh, like box that was put into like, you know, different mechanic shops and things like that. So I'm just learning kind of the basics. Um, but then moved into in my early twenties, I was recruited into the financial services industry. Um, and just really fell in love with that aspect of helping serving families. Like I remember we'd sit down with families that'd be in the complete red negative and we, you know, within a meeting or two, we're able to turn their thing around and get them in the black and get them moving. And, you know, seeing people in front of me crying about just like the transformation by, by not things special that I was giving, it was literally just education. And so through that process, I realized if we can educate and teach people and not look down on people, we can really create a massive movement and impact in the financial industry. Um, and so I did that for years, but then also started getting involved in the businesses and business development. Um, and so about five years ago, 
almost now we you know came together to start a company called Cardia Financial Group is what it was at the very beginning. We had a mortgage brokerage, financial advising, investment advising, these type of things. Um, and it was all to that purpose of how do we bring heart to the very much a stagnant and transactional industry, which is the financial services industry. So we named our company Cardia, which is the Greek word for heart, um, because we wanted to bring that heart-centered approach into that business. And which was really exciting. And then over time, really what's happened is we, we've just realized that this way that we're building the business, it became more about what type of business it was and more about how we operate the business. And so now we talk about how do we create heart-centered companies? And so we do a lot of uh, talks on that, research, writing papers and writing uh, articles about it. And now we've kind of Cardia as a whole is not just a financial company. So we've now just called ourselves Cardia. Uh, we have real estate, finance. We, we own a little chocolate shop in a small town. Uh, we're in big into the eco tech space, so technologies that help with the environment and moving things forward. And so all of them are run by this principle of how to build a heart-centered company, which is what excites me um, and drives me every day to kind of get up and try to make a difference out here. On my, on my personal side and personal life, I really talk about fulfillment as a metric of our lives, because fulfillment is about all aspects of our life and becoming the best version of ourselves. On the business side, if I'm speaking specific to entrepreneurship, it's about doing good and making money at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive. How can you make that business more of a heart-centered business? It'd be looking at connecting it with some sort of a charity um, or organization. So, you know, for example, I'm on a board of advisors of a fantastic organization called Space for Humanity. Um, and they do some amazing things when it comes to this thing called the overview effect and helping people make mindset shifts um, and utilizing this whole idea of space travel as part of their, their tool. Um, but for us, like some of my businesses, um, one of them in particular, our technology company, is actually aligned with them to pledge 5% of our profits to that organization on an ongoing basis. So as we scale, they also get to have generate from, generate from it. From their perspective, why we say it's strategic philanthropy is that they're also willing to now promote us and want to talk about us and what we're doing because it aligns. And so you don't necessarily have to be the work that you're doing doesn't have to necessarily be that impact you're talking about, but how do you use that to support other people? And that's what we've done. And that, that business specifically that I talked about eco, we actually are doing a lot of impact just by the business itself. But again, how can you look at linking things and doing good and making money at the same time, as we've said, it's about kind of creating that impact with the work that you're doing, right? There's a lot of work being an entrepreneur, being a CEO, building businesses. It's like, let's make sure that work is not just going to put money in our bank accounts, because at the end of the day, that doesn't necessarily serve the greater purpose. What is that money doing? What is the purpose doing? So put some meaning behind the work that you do. So, and you can look that into that relationship and fulfillment, right? So like in a relationship, you might be, you might be a person like, I don't know if you ever read the book is a famous book, five love languages. It's just so powerful. If you're listening to this and you're in a relationship of any kind, which means every one of you got to read that book, one of the all time classics. So I guess, could you take us through, I know you touched on a little bit, how you work with your clients, how that process works and what you feel is kind of like, like what I like to call your secret sauce and what you feel kind of sets either you individually apart or the organization and makes you unique. Yeah. So I think for us, what we've done within Cardi as a whole is that we've kind of created companies um, that are focused on the people first, the kind of stuff we've been talking about. It's focusing on what's kind of the impact that we can make in the community around us um, or the international community, right? So all those things need to be part of it. So I'll give you an example of a couple of our businesses. So one of them we talked about a lot, which is I'm in partnership with a fantastic business partner, Carolyn Gallardo, and we have Cardia Communities. Um, and so Cardia Communities is all about building projects that are based on real estate um, and looking at how we can support the community from bringing you know, good housing, affordability, but then also bringing 
with a partnership with our other company called Cardio Ecotech, which is our CEO's guy named Al. We, he brings in searches and finds technologies like farming containers. So we have like a farming container, for example, that pr produces pr produce that can be all good food, natural, good substance that we can then sell into the communities that we're in. That can The, the boxes are on one of the cardiac communities properties that we have as a ranch, right, as an example. And we're kind of looking at creating the sustainability. Within that ecotech, we're also looking at putting a solar plant on one of our properties. And so all of that, that's very directly related to obviously making impact, social impact. We're looking at affordable housing models with this, energy. Like it's very clear that, uh, bam, that makes sense. But now on the other side, what I've talked about why it doesn't necessarily matter the business is Cardi also owns a chocolate shop. Like legitimately, we make chocolate in a chocolate shop locally and we sell it in a town. People look at, you're just selling chocolate. What's the powerful of that? But for us, it's like, okay, but everything we're doing, we, we're buying that, we're structuring it. One, we're treating our employees fantastic, right? Giving them opportunity and we're serving them. And then how does that impact the community? Well, guess what? Talked about that strategic philanthropy. So we're looking for nonprofits. We're looking for organizations that have a hard time raising money for their organizations because it's really hard as a charity. That's the biggest thing. You're always asking people for money, but they're like, well, what, what do they get in return? Obviously, they get turned into feeling good, but a lot of people, it needs to be tangible to get a lot more. So we're looking at partnerships with not local nonprofits to say, hey, send your send your donors and send your people that want to support you over to the chocolate shop, get them to buy their Valentine's Day stuff and their Christmas and Easter chocolates from us. And we'll give you a percentage right off the top to your nonprofit so that you can actually have a revenue source by them buying chocolate. So like, that's an idea of thinking of like, yes, I got an eco business and real estate that's very much clear, but I also got a chocolate business and it's, do, it's still making social impact. And because we're utilizing those tools. So that's kind of the example of the differentiator is that anything that we're doing, we're thinking, how is this going to be supporting our people? How's it going to support our communities? And then also, how is that all of it working together, support the, you know, internationally support this world to help us grow and become a more sustainable place? Nice. I absolutely love that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um, so for myself, I think really, um, and this depends on what scale. So I'll give you an idea for like, if you're a CEO and you have a company and you have a component is, um, and you're, or you're about to grow a company, right? Um, I'm way more efficient because the teams have built around me. So first off, I have hired an executive assistant that has worked with me for several years now. Um, she's one of my first hires, actually. So a lot of people look, they build something, then they build it. But I hired early because I realized I need my brain capacity focusing on the impact I want to make. And a lot of this other stuff that's happening, like scheduling, meeting, like even meeting you and booking this, none of this. I actually just met you for the first time because the whole team's taking care of all of this in the behind the scenes. And now I get to have this great conversation with you. But I haven't thought of emails and this and that. So I think a hack really is hire that role early before you think you need it, because I feel like the, you'll, you'll just expand and whatever cost it takes for you to hire that, you'll recuperate by just freeing up that brain capacity. So I think that's a big one for someone that's scaling and growing the business and going through. Um, for, for everybody then, so whether you're growing a business, solo entrepreneur, maybe you don't need an executive assistant because you're just doing this scenario or you're whatever, whatever the listeners are. Um, the other hack I would say is take time. <laughs> like if you want to grow and go take time off, right? Like, don't be the badge of honor that I never take time off. I never get sick. I never do this. Like I, I've done interviews where they're telling me this. And I'm like, well, I'm going to make you take time off for one, if you work here, 
right? I'm going to make you go and go spend time with your family or go on vacation or do these things. So for you as an entrepreneur, don't sacrifice like that. I don't, I don't believe in this hustle culture, this, you know, grind, grind, grind. You waste way too much of your impact by doing it. I'm not saying go slow. I'm a massive visionary. I want to accomplish major things on this planet. I just actually totally without a shadow of doubt believe by me taking time off, I go faster because I free up that capacity to not just be living in exhaustion all the time. I, I meet with so many entrepreneurs they are just exhausted because they just always go and that's what they've been told to grind. So that's another hack. Take time off. Literally just, I'm not working, shut your phone off. Whether you're an introvert, go and just be by yourself in the woods or go for a hike by yourself for like a day and just take it off. If you're an extrovert, shut off your phone and just go hang out with friends and just like not think about it. And the, trust me, it'll regenerate you to be able to do your impact work even more than when you step back to it. I love that um, that hack. And, and you might have already touched on this. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So there's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Mm, I think this one's relatively easy for me. I think it'd be a saying and it would be, um, you mean more than you know. Um, and so I actually have that as a tattoo on my arm for people that are watching the video can see it. Um, you mean more than you know. And why I say that as it's like a CEO or a nugget for you is that because you mean more than you know, guess what? The people around you means more than they know. So what that means, if you really internalize that, you realize, hey, I got to treat people like the way that I feel that they actually are. Don't assume that they know that you love them in your personal relationships. Don't assume that you think your employee thinks that you they're working hard. Express it in the ways that make sense to them. And to you, obviously say it to them. But if you know, you know, there are people that like gifts, like buy that $5 Tim Hortons or Starbucks card for somebody, right? Like just really realize that people have value and that it's as your job as a CEO and a leader above all else is to empower your team members to see their value and their worth. So that's what I would say for sure. Cause they mean more than, you know, and you definitely mean more than, you know. Nice. I absolutely love that. I might have to get that tattooed on, on, on myself too, because I think that's such one a great my, message. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends did too, actually. He, <laughs> saw, he has it on his arm now too. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, it's so powerful because I think, as you said, it, it creates such a strong ripple effect. Well, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, what CEO means is that I'm I am holding um, the intention, I am holding the vision for where this, the company is going. And so because of that, I keep a deep responsibility to protect that and to keep it strong, keep it focused and keep it very clear for people. A lot of people have confusion in the business. They don't even know why they're there, what they're doing, what's it for. So we need a very clear directive of what you're doing, why you're doing. And you're as a CEO is to hold that vision. So I think you're a visionary. I think you have to be. And I think you have to be a person that's willing to hold it and then also inspire other people to push that vision forward. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Kristen, I truly appreciate that definition. And I, of course, appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, your team, and find out about all the awesome things you all are working on. Awesome. I love it. Well, you can find me on all social media platforms um, at Kristen Hiscock. 
Um, but if you go to my website, it's all there. So kristenhiscock.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N, um, H-I-S-C-O-C-K, kristenhiscock.com. And then you have my social links and you can follow me there. I post videos and you'll, I have articles that are going on the website and we're in, we're actually upgrading that all right now too in the process. So you'll be linked to some of the pieces I've been featured in and different articles I write. Um, and then on the company side, it's Hello Cardia, Cardia with a K. So H-E-L-L-O. K-A-R-D-I-A.com. Um, and that's where my website is that talks about the different ventures we're going on and the people that are involved and all that kind of stuff too. So there's kind of two platforms and I'd love to hear from you, right? So jump on my website. And if you have questions or thoughts or opportunities to, you know, share, or, you know, ask questions, I'm, I'm open to be able to do that or even on my social media platforms. Nice. I definitely appreciate that. And, and so, of course, make it even easier. We'll have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you and connect with you, find out about all the awesome things you all are working on. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. I love it. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's a true honor. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.